Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. All right, our kid, this is Liam fucking Gallagher. And you're listening to Jonah fucking radio, as you were. If this gonna be that kind of party, I'm gonna stick my dick in the mashed potato. Kneel down. Out here, just a little bit sweet, but I'm tripping out. She ain't killed off the cross, dude. It gets a lot colder. Hey, we're not with your friends. Jonah Radio. Radio, Radio, Ray Parker Jr.'s first band. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, Radio, spelled the same way, R-A-Y-D-I-O. Oh. Cash is here. Hi, everybody. It's Cash. How are you? Mm. No? No, well, it's solid. I mean, okay. Hey, I mean, everybody. Cash is here. Hey, everybody. Cash is here. Wow, I love that you like f- faked confidence and then within yeah, the same tone, yeah. like lost your confidence. <laughs> and then uh, and Neil's here. Nailed it. Um, you feel good, Neil? Yeah, feel great. Real standard. And our guest for today. You've seen her writing in the new Twilight Zone series, Saturday Night Live, corporate on Comedy Central. It's Heather Ann Campbell, everybody. Heather, and also, uh, of course, uh, whose line is it anyway? Yep. Which is crazy that what? you're like, you're, how long have you been doing that show? Whose line? Yeah. Uh, like only five, six years. Really? Yeah. I, I wasn't on it in the 90s. I know that. <laughs> I know that much. Though I did audition as a child. Yes. As a, yeah, as yeah, a child? Yeah. yeah. Flew as to a, England. I, I, was, uh, I was too young for the show, and they called me back, and then at some point during callbacks, they were like, how old are you? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm probably too young for this. And they're like, yeah. And, and then they, Wait, is this real story? Real story. Real story. I made it to callbacks as uh, I, I was not yet 18. Uh, even, oh, my God. I uh, thought it was a bit. No, no. That's funny. And then they were like, yeah, come back when you're older. And I was like, you got it. <laughs> wow. And then that was not connected to me being hired later. But yeah, I, yeah. I remember What was that young end. girl? By God, she must be in her late 20s by now. <laughs> um, when, how did that happen? Was this the, the, version, the original version in England? Well, no. The, the first American version with Drew Carey and yes. Ryan and all those guys. Oh, okay. So they were scouting. At it was a, ABC, right? Yes. yes. They were scouting at a comedy festival that I was doing as still a child. 
And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, they were like, oh, yeah, come audition. And I made it all the way through callbacks. The, wow. Was Drew Carey involved in any of these auditions? No. Uh, Drew was not in the audition process and then, then. No. And then how did you meet? Did you meet him just through doing it? No. So then I... I'm just I, fascinated that you know Drew Carey. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know him. Well, we're friends. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's like it was and we were in a position where I was going to finally get to like hang with them at like a friend, a friend level, not just some guy going, hey, I'm a real big fan. I had glasses growing up, too, you know. Yeah. Um, and then he, of course, yeah. went to Paris all of a sudden. Yeah, he had to go to Paris. Which is something he can do. Yep. Because he's rich. <laughs> yes. Yep. But uh, I met Drew because I auditioned for his show Improvaganza and mm. uh, got that gig. And that was with the large, it was with the Who's Line people when Who's Line wasn't on the air. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, it was on Game Show Network. Uh, That's and right. we filmed in Vegas and it was the same cast. And then that got disbanded because although it was doing very, very well on Game Show Network, old people were calling in upset about the. Uh, quote vulgarity of the show. Oh wow! Oh so right, the, Game Show Network. That's a slightly older CMT. Yeah. So the advertisers were scared, and then yeah. they were like, "We can't do this show anymore." Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's the same thing happened with my game show pilot, uh, Boo. They did not respond well to that. It's just just jumping <laughs> just out behind. Scary. Yeah, just jumping out behind things and yelling "boo." Yeah, um, wasn't there was that uh, there was that kids in the hall um, uh, sketch where it was like a guy that um, like has like a, a like a very successful book called "Hey, There's a Spider on Your Shoulder," <laughs> and all it is is it just it's just it's like it's like a, "Hey, There's a Spider on Your Shoulder," and then opens up the book and the first line is like, "Hey, There's a Spider on Your Shoulder," and then the people freak out <laughs> and they go, "Oh, that's great," and then a guy listens to the audiobook version of it and then crashes his car. Um, <laughs> Great. Yeah, that's the that's a quick retelling that's of uh, premise and then heightening and then uh, payoff. That's nice. Yeah. yeah, you know that's what I always think about uh, the uh, the um, I said bitch sketch from Key and Peele mm-hmm. is like by numbers a like almost a comical representation of heightening. Yeah, yeah. where it's like they <laughs> literally end up in space. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like that's the like everything. It's like it's like they're in a they're in a uh, a basement and then they're in like a. F- like a field and then they're in they're some, in like a tree and then they're in a tree, no, yeah. tree then a field and, yeah. then, and then space and then at the very end of season five after they've been driving uh true detective oh yeah true detective thing style for two seasons they get out of the car and they say it again that's right yeah and then also uh, you're in like one of the more famous uh, sketches. Your whole crew, the all the Midnight Show crew, the Midnight is Show, a, is oh, in yeah. the, uh, the Gremlins, Gremlins too. Yeah, yeah. We he uh, Jordan wrote that. We had him guest on the Midnight Show as a host before Key and Peele, and he wrote that for the show. Oh, oh shit. wow! And then he was like, "Hey, I'm going to do this sketch. Do you think you guys want to be in it?" And we're like, "Fuck yeah!" Yeah, That's great. Yeah. That's good to know. I like that. He's a, and then, and now you're writing uh, for him for the Twilight Zone. Yes, now he's my boss. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. He's not just um, he's all our bosses. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's boss. He does run Hollywood. Yep. Uh, and that's. Um, do you find uh, writing for like uh, something like the Twilight Zone is like exactly the direction that you've intended to go once you were a little kid trying to get on? Yes. Yeah, uh, you know, an improv TV no, show. No, I mean like literally. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I moved. So when I moved out to LA, it wasn't to be a comedian; it was to write uh, action horror movies. Oh, sure. Oh, wow. Uh, and I had a screenplay when I first moved out here that got optioned by Zyde Perry, who were the guys that did Final Destination, <laughs> and uh, it was about the Antichrist. 
and Solid. it didn't get made, but that was like my goal. And then I got sidetracked into comedy. So I feel like my life is finally on <laughs> <Yeah>. track. <laughs> right the ship. Yeah. What a fucking w- sabbatical. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was writing serious horror shit and then everybody started laughing at it. So I leaned into it. <laughs> <laughs> What's also crazy is the writer of Final Destination is one of the other writers in the Twilight Zone room. Oh, really? So oh, like shit. it really, really spiraled real close. Like yeah. there's, I'm, I'm orbiting the sun like on the surface of the sun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, you've been in a lot of comedy writers' rooms. Uh, the uh, the writers' room for Twilight Zone is it as uh, ridiculous as any other writer? Because like in comedy writers' room, it does like there's a lot of sidetracking of trying to one up each other mm. uh, with terrible ideas. <laughs> uh, it's I so season two of the Twilight Zone is one of the best writing experiences I've ever had in my life. There's well, only awesome. four of us in the room. It's Jordan. Shit. And then Glenn Morgan, who is like a famous, he's the guy who wrote Final Destination. Okay. Mm-hmm. Alex Rubens, who was yep. Uh, yep. one of the head writers on Key and Peele, and then he also wrote Keanu and me. And that's the whole room. Holy shit. And so we just, I mean, it's, there's a real good like energy and momentum. And yeah. can, if I can ask about the sort of the, the riffing, like, yeah. do you riff? Yes. Uncertainty or yes. like weirdness? Is yeah, that yeah, what, is that what, what is? I was wondering? Yeah, because yeah. 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 I, I know I know how you do it with jokes. Is like you build and you build yeah. and you build. Yeah. And is it sort of like I had the most weird experience the other day, and everybody's like, "What if it was this or what if it was that?" I mean, yeah. like literally, yes, yeah. That's the thing. It's like you riff on weirdness, and then like once in a while you'll tell the joke version of the thing. Uh-huh. But really, like the difference between comedy and horror is just the way the the straight man reacts to it. Yeah. yeah. Like if it's if it's comedy, if you see like some, if you see like a building suddenly disappear, uh, a comedy version would be like, "Oh fuck, that's my apartment." Yeah. yeah. And then <laughs> like the horror version would be like, "Did anyone else see the building disappear?" Yeah, right? yeah, you know, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, out. that's crazy. I feel like it's uh, it's almost like it's personal. Yeah, for comedy to work, it's got to be like pissing off the individual. Yeah, yeah. For <laughs> Twilight Zone, it's like humanity is at stake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I also like the idea that like what you're looking for in a comedy writers' room is to like make people crack up laughing, but in a Twilight Zone writers' room, you're like, trying to get people to go, "Whoa!" Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's it's, what. Yeah, it's yeah. still in sort of an unconscious response, yeah. but it's yeah, a yeah. different one. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, well, uh, we're gonna be uh, hanging out with uh, Heather. Are you gonna stick around after the break? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay. Great. 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 People. Um, we're gonna we're gonna break <laughs> for a song. Wait, is it an option to just leave? <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're gonna play uh, we're gonna play a song by uh, submitted uh, by uh, Hollywood Horses uh, from the album Funny, Sexy, Cool. If you want your music uh, played on this podcast, email us at Jonah Radio. That's R A Y D I O at gmail dot com. Uh, this is Heavy Rubber Gloves.
says, Hollywood horses, heavy rubber, rubber, heavy rubber gloves. Let's take two. Heavy rubber gloves. Okay. Again. Heavy rubber gloves. Again. Heavy rubber gloves. Again. Heavy rubber gloves. Heavy rubber gloves. Heavy rubber gloves. A salty banana. Sure is. Uh, we're still here with Heather and Campbell. Hi, mm-hmm. I'm still here. You're still here. You didn't around. leave. I stayed. You stayed. How do you like this orange mango <laughs> soda? This is so. This is the only non-alcoholic uh, <laughs> beverage option at my local pizza place. Oh, oh. is it? Oh. <laughs> so they I'm familiar with soda, it. Soda, and that's it. Yep. Well, that's, one that's splendid driven. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, it really doesn't um, make the pizza taste any better. Yeah. Oh, it's not like, a good fo- pizza Imagine place? following that with like a hot cheese. <laughs> <laughs> it's giving me heartburn already. Uh, Heather, this is the time of the show where we delve into Meatball. the uh, what and who's of the world of music news. That's right. It's time for music news, Heather. Your, your favorite segment. So this is like where Co- Kurt Loder comes in. This is where Kurt Loder comes in. Boom, 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 boom. Ooh, we, we should book- do that. Loader. We probably could. He follows me on on Twitter and oh. like responds to me sometimes. One time I said Pet Cemetery and I spelled cemetery correctly. Pet Cemetery might be my favorite Ramon song. And he responded with, uh, you know, spelling cemetery with an S oh. and then DM'd me to apologize for being that guy. Oh. <laughs> I was like, yeah, fuck you, Kurt Loader. <laughs> fuck you for telling me Kurt Cobain killed himself. He's the one. He's the one that came on the screen. Oh, I thought he told you personally. <laughs> he called me up. I don't know. I just ran. I dialed a random number in Hawaii. <laughs> Amanda Baker told me. Who's that? Neighborhood girl. Yeah. We were coming out of a movie, and she's like, "Did you hear Kurt Cobain killed himself?" And we we're like, "Fuck you! You're stupid. That's a rumor. We're getting in the car and going." Wow. Gaslit her immediately. Yeah. Anderson Cooper told me. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! He, uh, it happened. Did, what? We, did we, we broke another one? Did we break no. the chair? No, I think a book. No, came the out. book is fine. The book's fine. The book. Neil, Neil, you broke did, it. No, did we? Bre- we did break it. Neil another. broke another leg. I don't know what the fuck the, is happening right your, now. To be safe, Heather, could you you could grab one of these seats live, uh, live on tape. Um, um, we'll move that over there. And Neil did. Yeah. There was a kids uh, news channel and. <laughs> And Consummate was, professional yeah, just not letting this. It was it, a kids news channel and Anderson Cooper was the one that... Anderson Cooper was the host. Was it, is it was this pre-gray Anderson Cooper? Or no, was, he was gray as a... He was also like, a, not a child news reporter, but he was a young news reporter. Yeah. And um, most of the girls in the class had a crush on him because he was also the dangerous one. Oh. Like he, would, he would go to like the Middle East. Oh, yeah. Oh. But it was... For kids? Yeah, it was called Channel One. Oh, no. I, I knew some people that worked on Channel yeah. One. Uh, one of the woman from uh, Real World Seattle was an anchor on there. And I met her once. It was, it was pretty great. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, not a great story, but... Well, it's time for... Music News! That's right. This time, we won't break the couch. Right. Watch another leg. And the leg on this one just starts to... Anyway. Why don't so... you take all the legs off? Well, it used to just be one, Heather. Huh? It used to just be one leg, and we were fine with the stack of books from Kim Gordon and Judd Apatow <laughs> to... Wait, what? No, no, just take all the legs off and put it on the ground and have it be like a... The ground couch? Like a college room? Yeah, like a college room. <laughs> I guess get, so, but now we got a... Cinder blocks. For the, cinder listeners, blocks. For the listeners at home, there's a couch that is a mid-century modern style couch mm-hmm. with peg legs that elevate it off the ground and two of them are broken. That's yeah. what we're talking well, about. Yes. Now yeah. it's just the back two, so we could Listeners do like a, like a, a deep-seated <laughs> couch. <laughs> 
Let's get into the history of this couch. Let's get into it. Uh, all right. So, me and Deanna were walking down Figueroa, the corridor of Highland Park. We took a right onto 47 and noticed a place called Sunbeam Vintage. We wandered in, and we just happened to have money at the time. So, hey, buddy, you want to buy a couch? <laughs> I was trying Who's to think. That? Of, I, w- I was thinking of being like a elote that's what guy, you, that's what like you th- in the background. But I was like, no, that'll just come off as an elote guy. Yeah, the guy sells. A, a yeah, I know, a, a corn salesman. Yeah, you sounded like Watto from episode one. <laughs> <laughs> Why is the corn guy selling couches? Yeah, <laughs> no. And then I moved. They came inside, and I was like, well, the corn guy is outside. I can't do him. Oh boy. This corn guy. And what's hey, the you mo- want to buy a couch? What are we? And it's a mid-century modern, like a vintage. I don't know. It's, those I don't go into well, vintage a, stores. I assume that they're like bodegas in Queens. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming in. Yeah, sandwich, the show. The sofa, sandwich. <laughs> all of these from 1963. You want a loose orange? Would <laughs> <laughs> you like some Folgers crystals? <laughs> go ahead, pet him. He's nice. <laughs> uh, guys, uh, here's something that you may not know about me. Uh, the reason that I am actual friends with uh, Heather over here. We are here. actual friends. We're actual friends now. I'd say we're actual friends. Yeah, we are. Like we said before the other night, uh, we were we were friendly acquaintances for a while. Yep, yep. Friendship. I actually thought you uh, you didn't care for me. I get that all the time from yeah, everybody. It's just when I hosted the, the Midnight Show, which too. is Heather's show that she's been doing with a bunch of great uh, um we, We're done. We, we're stopped. We quit. A year, more than a year ago. You just did a show the other month. No, like in all, we did a reunion show because we'd been quit. Yeah, but it doesn't take away. Would you, if I said, if you were Eric Idle, would I like say she used to be in Monty Python or she is a Monty, she is a Python? Ooh, ooh, I like that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> is Dave, turn me around. Is, is Dave oh, wow. Foley not a kid in the hall? Yeah, all right, all right. Is, which actually just insane. That reminds me of like uh, uh, Bruce McCullough like got upset where someone said the former kid in the hall. He's like, he's like, I will always be a kid in the hall. That's great. Yeah, you okay. will always, you will always be part of the Midnight Show. Well, that's fucking great. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Past problematic cast members and all. Hey. <laughs> That's a salty banana. Uh, and so, uh, but like, it's like we found ourselves two years ago at the same Liam Gallagher show. Now, listeners of the show know that I love Liam Gallagher at Oasis, and I'm a Johnny come lately to it. Huh? I'm like, I, I came into being a fan of them and him. But like, here's the thing I got into them, and then almost immediately there was the announcement of a, a Liam Gallagher solo. And I was like, this is perfect timing. Wait, so you were in a, were you in a BDI or were you into Oasis and then they broke up and then you were in a BDI? I wasn't into any of it. Until Liam? Until like, until no, about a year. When did Supersonic do- come yeah, out? Yeah, it was a documentary, right? You watched Holy the documentary. Holy shit. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, it, it's, it was the thing. And we've talked about this before. Like it's um, when they came out on, like they were on the radio and they were on MTV and like I was already into punk. And so if something was mainstream in mm. my thoughts, it wasn't worth anything to mm. me. Mm. And I hated it. So yeah. I skipped over a ton of great music because I thought it wasn't punk or, mm. you know, it was a sellout shit and um so when i came like uh like it's like and i always i'd never i never minded them i just didn't like them and then i never got around to listening to them hmm. and then uh i watched supersonic on a flight back from london and oh, i was just, that's uh, the context, yeah that was though. the fucking i yeah. was like already bummed for having to leave london and then i'm watching supersonic i was like okay they, this, they might be my favorite band <laughs> they might be my favorite band and also i think i like them so much because um 
I always like I like I have a aversion towards like cockiness and confidence mm-hmm. uh, in other people. Mm. It's why I don't get along with Pete Holmes. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's just like it's like he's very confident. I go I go show some sh- so, show yourself the, the mm. shame. And so like but these guys were just so uh, we've talked about that too. Yeah. Where they're so like like confident. Yeah. And they're great, but they're not like like you know they're not like accomplished musicians. They're not like you know virtuosos. Right. Virtuosos. Yeah. You know there's a lot of people that could say they suck. Uh, but I don't think so. I think they're amazing. You mean like Radiohead would say that Oasis sucks? Probably. Fuck Radiohead. I do not like them. You're fitting in nicely here, Heather. <laughs> I refer to them as overrated Dio head. And, and had, we had a t-shirt that <laughs> said that. I had a t-shirt a long time ago. I liked how clunky it was. Yes, it was very, very clunky. Real hard to put on a shirt, though, because to make it look like the Radiohead logo, it like we had to like squeeze it down so yeah. much, and it was very long, and everyone had to... It was kind of pit to pit, really. Yeah, it was yeah. pit to pit, yeah. <laughs> Um, but anyway, uh, I don't know. Where, but like, anyway, so that's why we became friends. We started yeah. texting each other about Liam and Oasis and whatnot. Yeah. And that brings us to our first item on the old music news segment. Liam Gallagher said something genuinely. Yeah, thank you. It's music news. Liam Gallagher said something genuinely sweet about his brother. Oh, oh. which is yes, rare. Gary, you for that wedding, eh? Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Liam's getting married. This yeah. is turning into gossip news. <laughs> <laughs> What's the social schedule of Noel and Liam? Well, Liam's in town still. No, he's in Fallon. He's doing. He's recording yeah, Fallon he tonight. Work. This I'm surprised we didn't. Well, um, you can catch it later. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't get invited. <laughs> yeah, we tweeted at him. I tweeted at him tagging Heather the night we went to the show, which we'll get into later. But like saying like, hey, he, where's the after party? <laughs> Thinking that he would just be like, you know, he would just randomly say it, and then we could go and hang out with him. Yeah. Um, but the last time uh, I was brought a long running feud between the brothers Gallagher, Liam was airing uh, uh, out Noel for not speaking to their mother. And thinking he's a bit of a be- uh, he's better than his family. So Liam thinks Noel is better than his family. Well, Liam, Liam thinks, thinks Noel yes, thinks yes. that yeah, yeah. he's better than his family. Two months earlier, Noel said in a, uh, of Liam in an interview, "Every time I see that cunt's face, I want to fucking take a McDonald take out a McDonald's with a machine gun." <laughs> That's a uh, oh okay. Take out a McDonald's. He wants with to kill. Others. He wants to do a mass shooting every yeah. time he sees uh, Liam's face. He wants to attack it's, corporate American yeah. uh, uh, imperialism. Turns <laughs> socialist, I guess, like a socialist terrorist. I guess so. Yeah. What, um, what's amazing about their interactions is that it will be like Liam will say a sweet thing, mm-hmm. and then his brother will say a mean thing, and Liam will. Torch the earth. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's not like it's he will dig himself so much farther in a hole than when he started because he'll be like, you know, like, oh, saw what is saw a potato on the news last (laughs) night and he said something really nice. It was pretty funny. And then Noel will say like fucking his new album's shit and then Liam will be like I hope you die in yeah. front of your family <laughs> it's like me and Jonah yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah we don't like it's like we don't know how to like playfully jab each other uh-huh. and so it gets really dark and mean <laughs> and honest yeah and then it makes everyone else not that happy yeah. it turns out, turns out if you were a child of divorce that bit is not good for you it gives yeah, you yeah. some flashbacks yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so, uh, Liam was on a radio show, uh, uh, you know, um, talking about his album and he teased a new album title. Apparently, uh, it's going to be called come on, you know, yeah, come on, you know, <laughs> yeah, which is, uh, like almost to me is more like, it's like, there's all this talk about 
what his lyrics are and so many so much of them are just speculated to be about Noel and so this one just makes me kind of go like come on you know it's about Noel I'm not trying to beat around the bush so are there there's just two Gallagher brothers or there's just two there's a third one does anybody go to him for to like he's kind of he was a mediator when the band was around yeah really and now he's just on Liam's team yeah he's on team Liam and the song one of us is about trying to get Noel to rejoin the other two brothers yeah wow the video um, hits that, it on the, the head. Yes. <laughs> is, is the third brother the one that's getting married that they have to reconcile? No, it's no. Uh, Liam's getting married to oh, okay. his... Uh, fourth? Fourth wife, his business partner, I guess now. Yeah. So he like, kind of runs business the... Business manager. And business manager. Wife. Yeah, might yeah. as well. That, she seems nice from the documentary we might saw. Might as well. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to get half the money anyway. <laughs> uh, but this is... Uh, this. It's just an elaborate <laughs> yeah. British tax scheme <laughs> to like shore them up before Brexit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everyone's getting their ducks in a row. Yeah. Um, the, uh, uh, but, uh, about, uh, what Liam said, it says, uh, the only thing you're missing is, I guess the paychecks and like me, brother. Uh, so that's he, uh, whether I'm digging him out or having a crack at each other, I adored him. Liam's talking about Noel. I love him. He's my brother. You know, you know what I mean? He says, you know what I mean? A lot. Uh, you can never veer off and go, oh yeah, he said that little bit and that, you know what I mean? (laughs) But that may, you know what? Can you do this as a uh, Liam? If you, <laughs> I can't do a Manchester I, accent, yeah. but um, I kind of liked the plain yeah. American yeah. version of yeah, it, yeah. frankly. This, I sounded like a court reporter reading something <laughs> back. He said, Get off me, bitch. Uh, bitch, I mean, you fucking suck, bitch. I can hear it in my head, but I can't do it. Yeah, it's tough. Here, let it's me like do it. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cash is going to murder this. They're going to shatter it. The only thing you're missing is, I guess, the paychecks in like me, brother. Whether I'm digging him out or we're having a crack at each other, I adore him. I love him. He's my brother, you know. What I mean? You can veer off and go, oh, yeah, that's a little bit of him, and you know what I mean? But this man called it is pure love, man. Oh, that's great. Thank you. This is good to know yeah. that you do that. Yeah, well, I can. Now I can pull this out over time. Yeah. Anytime I'm trying to read someone's interview, I'll just give it to you for that voice specifically, no matter where they're from. Yeah. Oh, my God. You can that's have great. Dick Van Dyke as uh, the chimney sweep coming in. Uh, yeah. Um, Heather, do you keep up with uh, High Flying Birds? No. <laughs> Not with Of course, it's Noel's band. No, 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 no. I, uh, I listened to, so I listened to the debut album, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, oh, this is kind of like hearing Oasis songs that were never released, but I can't fucking stand Noel's voice, so. It's just not really there. It's, it, it just feels like a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like soft and nice. Yeah, oh, I thought you meant like a pillow, like being pressed against uh, your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's and too. slowly yeah. succumbing to the darkness. Either way, you're not getting up. Yeah, but yeah. So I listened to the first one, and then I was like, ugh. Yeah. And then I listened to the first BDI, al- BDI album. And I was like, oh boy, this is also kind of ugh. Yeah. And then I listened to the second one, the second album once, maybe twice, yeah. and never heard. Any other there was high no flying hooks. That was the problem. Yeah, they were. They're both. They're both. They're both devoid of hooks. They need each other. Yeah. They do need each other. They believe in each other. Ooh, I believe. Um, there's a. There. It's almost kind of like, and not that I was ever like a huge at the driving fan, but when they split, and they, you know, they they put out some like great music that like, got real big, but when they split and it became Mars Volta and Sparta, I remember listening to both those albums separately, and being like, it's like. 
well, Sparta's kind of boring, and Mars Volta's a bit too like wanky and complicated. Mm-hmm. If they had just come together, it would like <laughs> it's like almost when you hear those first couple uh, solo albums from John Lennon and uh, Paul McCartney. You go, they need like yeah. to, they need to balance each other out yeah. so yeah. they don't veer off too much into like yeah. weirdness or like you know John Lennon was way more into like cock rocky kind of stuff than Paul was, but Paul could get just too weird or you know stuff like that. But yeah. I don't, I don't, it's like they need each other, but those William Gallagher albums are good. They are. They They're are. They're very good. They're good. So They're does, great. does he have yeah. enough hooks? Yes. But he's got a songwriting team. Yeah. Like he has well, a really. fucking squad of humans who are writing his music. Well, it's not, it's his band that writes it, right? No, they're professional songwriters. Oh, okay. They're like, you know, pop guys. And I think one of the songs on his first album was supposed to be for Adele. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um... Yeah, that makes sense. He wants to fucking make it. Yeah, he just wants to play. Yeah. Like, and he was, you know, and it, it is a thing that, like, he was, he was, like, trying to think of, like, it's like, you know, rock and roll bands, they make their own songs and stuff like that. And then when he kind of finally got over the fact that he's, he's like, well, like, nice. Uh, but, like, it's like when he was like, he's like, he's like, oh, Noel was my songwriter anyway. So what's the difference of having other songwriters? Yep. Yeah. Like I think once he kind of clicked that is when he was just like, oh fuck it, I'm a fucking singer, I'm a front man. Yeah. Um, all right. So next up on music news, uh huh. Morrissey Uh-oh. back at it. I'm not sure who was the tweet. I hope I can figure out to um, uh, uh, give them credit. But um, someone uh, had a uh, article title title of saying, um, uh, "I wish Morrissey would less see." <laughs> <laughs> Because at his recent show at um, at the Hollywood Bowl, uh, he um, someone took a picture of Morrissey's merch booth, mm-hmm. and he had uh, records from Iggy Pop, Lou Reed, David Bowie, Patti Smith, selling for up to $300 that were just new presses of the records that Morrissey had signed. <laughs> what? What? So they were autographed records. That he was selling for like up to three hundred dollars of other of other people's music. That I, I didn't know you could do stolen valor not in the military like that. <laughs> I, I do feel like they're that like the rock and that should be the other thing that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame does is like persecutes this sort of thing. Yeah, that's the, such policing a, agency. That's such a strange idea to have as a as Morrissey to be like. You know what I should do? I should sign. All these other albums I have lying around. It's I don't even. It doesn't like. It's like from what people can tell, they weren't even used. They were just like they weren't like vintage. Yeah, it wasn't like his copies of these albums that you're you're buying from his. Is that like when Quentin Tarantino would bring over a Hong Kong film and be like, "From Quentin Tarantino, oh yeah, Switchblade Sisters." Well, sort of. Except he brought over Switchblade Sisters. He didn't bring over Return of the Dragon. (laughs) 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 Bruce Lee. No. Uh, that's David Bowie. Very We've true. heard of him. Yeah, according to the photo, Moz sold autographed versions of his own albums for two hundred, but charged one hundred dollars more for his John Hancock and records like Aladdin Sane and Raw Power. So they were actually more expensive than his music. Doing? You know what though? This is a nice change in Morrissey news. <laughs> like, yeah, like I'm well, glad that it's something weird like this and not like it's like because I saw the headline. You'll never believe what Morrissey was selling at his table. I was like, oh no, it's gonna be some alt right thing. <laughs> It's going to be him giving a salute. And it's like other people's records. I was like, oh, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) He's just being a scumbag. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not a racist scumbag. I'd rather him be a scumbag than a fucking... 
Get off the cross, dude. Whatever he's been doing to himself. Like, did you have you been seeing the billboards around town for the Morrissey show at the Hollywood Bowl? Mm -hmm. It's like Morrissey and uh, Interpol, and they don't even bother putting Morrissey's picture on the billboards because of what he said about people that aren't white. It's like it's a picture of like a Latino guy wearing him like a Morrissey shirt. Oh, I first off, I don't know, I don't follow Morrissey news, Mm -hmm. so I'm assuming from what you guys are all saying is that he's. Just a racist. Yeah. He yeah. wore a, like a alt-right party, uh, a far-right party. Yeah. Pen. That's um, what they call it in Canada and the UK. Yeah, far-right, uh, like on Fallon. Yeah. And people were kind of like, Bleh? and he's he's just, yeah. just like also John, he's yeah, John a Cleese. He's like a, a yeah, xenophobe and a nationalist. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, it's and John Cleese is saying the same shit. Like, it's like all these older, like, British guys are like being shown where it's, who, and somebody, I think it's like, it's a bunch of guys going like, it's like, no, but I was a poor kid growing up in the UK, because like, they only think of class. Yeah. And, and so I don't think they realize, you know, that they've been racist this whole time. <laughs> this um, whole time? This whole time. Guys, speaking of class, class, class. disparity, uh, Jack White performed uh, a, a set at his high school in Detroit uh, for a Bernie Sanders rally. I know Jack oh, White fun. is very popular, but I did not know he had his own high school. That is crazy. No, no, no. The high school he attended. Cash. Oh, okay. Where he yes. learned upholstery. Yeah, yeah, this past Sunday, Bernie, Bernie, Bernie Sanders held a rally. Hey, he could probably fix this couch. <laughs> probably. Um, he uh, he like got on stage and like I said, Bernie Sanders is telling the truth, and I really do trust him. Uh, and he uh, also said uh, the uh, Sanders wants to abolish the electoral college, which is the reason we're in the mess we're in right now. Uh, and then did a did um, icky thump, you know. I I saw a tweet about this and. Jack White was smiling, and I believe the caption on the tweet was just, he's never looked happy before. (laughs) (laughs) I saw one, it was just the two of them, and it just said, they're running. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it's, uh, I like, you know, I always love it when someone gets behind Bernie. It's like, it's like, Bernie at this point, I'm just kind of like, it's like, who knows how long he has left? Let's just <laughs> let's just Give let him a shot. He's going to yeah. be president. Even yeah. if we're, even if he just wins on a, like a, um, Make a wish kid sort of thing. It's like, yeah, we met him president. Yeah. It's what he's always wanted, guys. I saw that uh, John Legend and Chrissy Teigen came out for Elizabeth Warren. And then someone pointed out that Elizabeth Warren's uh, like millionaire tax starts at $50 million and Bernie's starts at 30 The legends are worth 40 <laughs> It's just like. Oh, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That's just like they're looking at candidates like tax brackets. Like, all right, let's see yeah. here. It's like, ooh, this seems like the better option, hon. Yeah. yeah. Let's see if we can get in here. What the yeah. fuck do you do with that much money? It's so insane to me. Well, you uh, let it trickle down. There's not. Here's the other thing. So I have like a couple of ultra rich friends. I thought you were about to be like, I have a couple of million dollars. And <laughs> there's oh, not, I've been to Drew Carey's. Yeah, yeah. So there's not a tier. Like, you expect there to be a tier, like, Oh, here's a restaurant that like there's no way I could get into. When yeah. we get into the restaurant, the food's going to be unbelievable, yeah. right? Like it's going to be a different tier of food. Mm. There's no additional tier. No, it's like there's nothing to do with the money. It's yeah. not like you can get like a better iPhone. Yeah, yeah. Like and the like, iPhone is the iPhone. You I think that's get- why there's people that uh, like. It's like they they understand that that there's no tier when it comes to money, so that's when power becomes a, a thing they seek yeah, out. But yeah. what is power? 
Okay. I saw your tweet run, what, which was great. What is power? I no, I'm not joking. No, I know it's. I what think is it, it? I think it's a it's a feeling of uh, it's it's a way to feel like Safe. your death won't matter. Uh, like it's like you will live on past that. That's what I think. I yeah. think it's like influence and it's like I will affect something that lives beyond me. I think it's just the ability to affect other people at a certain in a certain way. And money yeah. gets you that, but the proper distribution of money or the smart distribution of money as they might put it gets you immeasurably more. If you have money and you sit on it, that's great. But if yeah. you have money and you put it out, all of a sudden people need to come to you in order to get your perspective on things. That's what I see a but lot. But is Bill Gates like interested in power or is he interested in like eradicating diseases? Because that's like, do you think of him as a powerful person? Yeah. And is he yeah. using his power for good? Yeah. Maybe. You think maybe? Well, he did get rid of like... More than the rest of those I don't know, man. That's the thing. That's, that's, that's why I felt good. with the Epstein... People yeah, exactly. after the sex stuff came out. <laughs> Gates did? Yeah. Yeah, multiple uh, no. times. Yeah, quite, he's a, he's a, a little oh, computer nerd, no. though, of course. <laughs> but, but I mean, wife, the, like, but Bill Gates' his wife does that? a ton of great stuff, too. Like this, you know. <laughs> well, but the, he was on the jet and went to that fucking. Yeah. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, yeah. Shit. Shit. That's what I think about, Christ. like, you know, when, the, when I think about, like, guys, like, uh, when you think about, like, Rolling Stones and David Bowie, where it's like, it's like they had so much. They, they had they they got laid by so many women that they became like pansexual because they were just like I just need to experience more of this yeah, yeah. and like they just kind of like it didn't matter at a certain point they were like it's like they just wanted to experience it all and I think that's a weird thing with like if these I think there's like this idea of like just wanting it all mm-hmm. in different ways of just uh, and uh, you know just I don't the know, idea man. I got pretty basic aspirations. <laughs> Yeah, but like I, oh, if I could own a house, like I'd <laughs> like be you're done. Like, no, continue on about your basic aspirations. <laughs> oh boy! No, uh, but what were you gonna say? It's like if I could own a house, I'd be, I'd retire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but there's a, <laughs> yeah, there, there, there's definitely something to it, and and the idea of it being addictive. There's also the whole thing that we have in this country and this civilization where it's just like, if you're rich, you've done right automatically. It doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. mean like. You're going to you. You've done anything to get that in particular, but you, you have a greater percentage a chance of being right in everything you do. Whether it's like, you have a less chance of getting pulled over, you have a less chance of doing time for minor offenses. You mm. like it's just yeah. all this stuff. You're more right when you have money, and I, therefore it's sort of the the way we treat it is you're more right when you have the most money. It's mm. like yeah. you it, because we have this connection between like. If you have all this money, there must be a reason for you to have all this money. Yeah. Uh, then that reason starts to apply to other things. Yeah, like they're rich. Moral, what have you ever done? Yeah, moral clarity or legal situations and all that stuff starts to get fuzzy the more you the more you have it. it but- oh. <laughs> no. What? That was a, a oh, sample that, a that said, "Yeah." Okay. It says, "Cash rules everything around me." Gotcha. Gotcha. Which is also what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just look for one word that I can <laughs> yeah. associate with the 15 things on this board. Uh, but as you were saying, music news. No, oh, yes. Back to music, music news. Music news. Yeah, I was expecting a bigger reaction than that. So uh, the, uh, recently, uh, so Old Town Road, Lil Nas X. They oh, can just come back oh into the music boy. news segment. Lil Nas X, uh, of course, the Old Town Road had a, uh, uh, a sample from a Nine Inch Nails song. And like a lot of people didn't notice it right away, and then it kind of became obvious. And um, uh, finally, 
Trent Reznor, who's doing a great job with the music in The Watchmen. Um, I've, I've heard that. Uh, but he, uh, he like, uh, he's like, once they kind of figured it out, like Trent Reznor's response was, look, I'm fine with it. I get how stuff goes. They're not saying they didn't sample it. They just got to work it out and don't be a roadblock to like doing it right. Yeah. And so that's like a nice way of him going like, it's like, let, it's like that, let, like, let the people, let the lawyers handle it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to put up a fight. Uh, like, just make sure it's done by December 31st because I got my taxes done. And, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, and he said, and like he said, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but I don't feel it's my place to shine a light uh, on me for that. You know, just say, he's like, I say that with complete, dis- uh, like with complete respect. He's just like, he's not saying that he was like stoked on him using it or like that he was upset about the money. I think that's a nice, yeah. just like, he's like, yeah, they did it. They just have to go by the rules. Yeah. He's like, we all have to make money. Mm-hmm. And that's, this kid became a superstar off of a sample. You know, How many from weeks? his song. 16 weeks? 17. 17, 17 weeks. weeks. Which song is this? Well, we don't have the actual song on hand. We no. do have the uh, version that Cupcakey. Cupcakey. Cupcakey uh, uh, did, uh, which is, of course, goes like this. Um, I'm going to take your dick, put it in my hole. I'm going to but the more, the, the important part is the sample. You the sample, the sample, sample there. So that's that's nine inch nails. Yeah, you just ignore the music. You haven't heard uh, this. So she she's a. Yeah, I've heard that song. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> On TikTok. Yeah, oh, that's where it go. became famous. That's why yeah. we like the reason I even brought up Lil Nas X in the first place because it was like it said Lil Nas X gets big with on TikTok. With like old town, re- like you know, video game reference, and I was just like, I was like, I don't understand any of these things. Well, because the mu- the first music video was just like B roll from Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption, yeah, yeah. Really? yeah. That's that's that was the video until they got. Um, that's fun. That Cyrus, song is Miley. in Cyrus. Red Dead Redemption. No, too? he he made the song and then it was blowing up, and they're like, you need a you need a video for it, and he just went and screen grabbed Red Dead Redemption. It was right at the same time Red Dead Redemption wow. 2 came out. So it was just like footage of a horse wandering through That's that video That's two times game. he's ripping other people off. Yeah. Hey. Well, did we ever really talk about his origins? Like the yeah, fact like that he was like a meme maker. Yeah. Oh, and he like he did... Um, he was like a Rihanna super fan, wasn't he? No, no, it wasn't Rihanna. I think it was uh, uh, Nicki Cardi Minaj. B? Oh, it was yeah. Cardi B? I don't know. It he, was, like, he did like a... He, he did like a fan Instagram page, mm. uh, and then just like once he got like tons and tons of followers, switched it into being memes that he made. Ah, yeah. like, and then and that's where he put the song up the first time. So yeah. he had two million people watch it just off his Instagram. Yeah. Wow, you all right, Heather? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. switching. Oh, switching up. All right, sweet. So uh, it's an uncomfortable chair. Yeah, it's an uncomfortable. Yeah, chair. I don't know. They were the cheapest ones. Um, <laughs> Uh, we're going to take a break. That one might be better over there. What? No, I'm good. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a break with a song. When we come back, we're going to... Are you going to stick around after the break? Yeah. Okay, great. That's awesome. Uh, this is a Honey Blood's version of You're Standing on My Neck. Good one, Randy. The song that you'll recognize from a cartoon. Excuse me. Yeah. 
Support for Jonah Radio comes from Manscaped. Now, who's the number one in men's below-the-belt grooming? Why, that's Manscaped. Manscaped. Yes, that's right. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Now, Cash, you ever shave them, Billies? I, <laughs> not really, no. Well, one time I tried. Uh-huh. I used I used clippers for my face, Ooh. and then I got for Christmas new clippers. So the old clippers, they had to go down to the basement. <laughs> yeah, that's... And they were not equipped to do the job, and blood happened. Oh, well... <gasps> Jonah, that's why Manscaped has redesigned their electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology, <laughs> so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. That's true. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. And you don't want to use the same trimmer on your face as using on your balls. Yeah, that's is that right? Nasty. <laughs> Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. That's right, an anti-chafing ball deodorant or moisturizer. Jonah, you already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the top three smelliest part of your body? I'm going to say the ball's probably number two. I, I would think so. <laughs> you, you can't beat the butt when it comes to smellies. Uh, get 20% off and free shipping with the code Jonah, Jonah. at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. Remember, that's 20% off with free shipping when you use the promo code Jonah at manscaped.com at checkout. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped. Chipping? There's no chipping when it comes to Manscaped cash. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code Jonah at checkout. And please, everybody, protect these nuts. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey, all right. So we're here. We're still in the middle of our marathon music news segment. Heather, how you doing? I'm all right. Uh, you know, it's. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't hear about. Like, you knew about Lil Nas X a bit, right? Well, I, no, again, you're, you you see, you keep up. You're, <laughs> no, you're an anime. It's just anyone that's into video games and anime. I just assume are no. also kind of like into millennial culture. Yeah, no. do you watch that Sturgill Simpson anime? What? 
You didn't hear about this? <laughs> the what anime? This country western singer just did an album that he went to Netflix and was like, I have this album. Can I make an anime about it? And they're like, sure. Oh. So it's called Heart and Soul. It's on Netflix. Yeah. And it's... It should have been and called... Who's the guy he got for it? It was a guy that was uh, pretty famous out there. Yeah, it was. I, I can look it up. different kinds Netflix, of anime. Well, Netflix had like a, like a thing. like a, It's like your guide to anime. Like, because uh, uh-huh. anime for me, I like I knew Akira growing up, and it was it was all over the place. It was yeah. on TV all the time uh-huh. in Hawaii, but a lot of it was still in Japanese. Yeah, <laughs> so I didn't yeah. like watch it. Ah. You know, but I knew kids. Like I've been seeing this imagery since I was a child. Cool. Um, but like it was also just like I never felt like I was able to get into it. Mm. I got into uh, which is not anime, but like Japanese television. It was Power Rangers. Ah, yeah, okay. no, yeah, that's great. Yeah, but it's Power uh, Rangers is great. It's human anime. Human anime, it is. pretty much. Yeah, it's nice. It's great. Um, but uh, I watch I watch like Crunchyroll shows like My Hero Academia and uh, what else have I seen recently? Oh, oh, oh! I did watch Carol and Tuesday on Netflix, which was incredible. That's by the maker of Cowboy Bebop. Oh. Um, it's about uh, two. Uh, young musicians on Mars okay. uh, who are um, trying to break into a industry that is almost entirely AI driven wow. in the future. So like all the pop songs are written by AI to be the best possible pop songs oh. and they want to like start from the ground up. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's really cool. So that's why I was watching in Canada, but I don't follow musicians who like anime. No, I know. I just, but like I wasn't saying it's not so much that you follow musicians who like anime, uh, but like it's like that's my that's my dumb bias in my head where it's like it's like if you're into like you know Hampton Young um he's like way into anime mm. but he but for some reason he also keeps up with like you know just millennial culture well i so i've been on tiktok for i i guess and since it came out like, really yeah wow. so i that i what's your take on that like like is that you keeping up with it or just it's fun for you or uh it's a chinese psyop uh they're collecting <laughs> yeah. uh, facial <laughs> they're collecting facial data and location data yeah on everybody who is eventually going to be a politician uh, uh yeah i mean we just we're dealing with that like that's going to happen more and yeah. more like katie hill just had to resign yeah because oh, of just being a like you know pansexual like a uh, liberated person that yes did some stuff with an intern <laughs> yeah yeah it's a shame that she did anything with an intern because the moral argument's so clear about that it's just like hey you know you can't abuse your yeah. position of power or whether yeah. you're a man or a woman again uh, on somebody who might be trying to make their way in the industry yes. so that's crystal clear but man it would have been interesting if she hadn't done that and it just been like revenge born yeah. and somebody yeah. had been like she's bisexual and we can't have that and yeah. like then it would have been like a real. Then it would have been like a rallying cry that yeah. I think would have like Crunchy made some argument. good difference. Yeah. But yeah. now it's like marred by this. Yeah. It's like uh, she's just a shit. shit yeah, person. she's just like you yeah. know. But it's also it's palm. It's <laughs> it's Palmdale. Like that's the thing. It's Palmdale, right? Isn't that like <laughs> it's like it's like that's everyone. It's Coachella. It's it's even yeah. no. It's even like not even Coachella. No, it's it's like on the closer. other side of yeah. those mountains, right there. Oh right, Palmdale's the other way. That's yeah. where they have that like you know. It's just like they keep they military shit there, and it's just they got like a place with date shakes yeah i do feel like those people but i i've been out there a few times the last couple of weeks there, there's thruples out there's there. there's a little bit of she it represents like, thruples so she should be in one is yeah what I'm saying. there is a thing though where i was just like there was a little bit inside of me when i read it and i was just like yeah get it girl like there's <laughs> just like like 
And like, I don't like, that's also problematic. I, I believe anyway. Um, yeah. Very true. Mm-hmm. It is too late. I'm really into the vaporwave scene. Is that millennial? <laughs> I'd say I'd, so. What okay. is that? Yeah. Vaporwave is a uh, musical genre. What's that one of the people that like would say like an artist? What's an artist? A vaporwave artist? Donor Lens. Uh, tell us more Donor. about it. So I really like vaporwave and uh, the future funk genres, which are um, sort of as if the music in the late '90s and mid 90s had never stopped really uh so it's like closing time too oh wrong wrong part of the 90s <laughs> okay all right uh, <laughs> like the music from hackers okay all right all right so like okay that yeah. had just continued so what was the what was the band name again donor lens okay uh so if that had continued and then was being played in empty malls <laughs> and then recorded from within the mall like oh. from the speaker oh, so system like super ambient like so yeah roomy 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 yeah roomy. yeah 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 uh so that's that i mean i guess that's millennial culture right yeah it seems like it. i mean Dead like malls. you're just keeping yeah. up with new music i don't know donor lens yeah d-o-n-o-r donor oh, yeah yeah i was thinking like a donor kebab ah, no donor lens <laughs> is this apple music yeah. donor yeah. lens is just yeah. like it's so, right in front of the donor kebab yeah. I love this album. Thank God for the sandwich shop Wi-Fi. It's just like, sounds like a Windows startup sound. Oh, that's, that's why I love Tyco. Do you like Tyco? No. You don't like them? I mean, I don't know. Because I've been starting to get into like a, like a lot of electronic stuff. Yeah. And also a little bit of a industrial-ish. New yeah. industrial. It sounds like... Um, the menu music for like uh, a CD-ROM based encyclopedia. Yeah, yeah. it sounds. This like is like, well, like it's like just like Mario 64. It's like the yeah. first time I heard this music where you're just like, wait, where? But what direction do I go in? Yeah. That's yeah. what broke my brain with games. I was just like, anywhere? No, I need rules. <laughs> Left to right, please. Yeah. Side scrolling. Um, we don't have to continue to listen to this. It'll no, no, no. But this is like something where I've started really getting into this guy, Tycho, and it's essentially the same thing. He's Maybe like a, uh It's Tycho, T Y C H O. Maybe I do listen to Tycho. Um, oh, yeah, I've heard this. And it's like, he's like a graphic designer that just made music on the side, and then his music became really popular. Yeah. I feel like that's all my music. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's Mike Kroll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just like all the, all the stuff is just like nice and. Yeah. Like, so no. you're you're playing this off iTunes. Have you guys seen the new iTunes karaoke feature for your phone? Yes. Oh yes, yeah. Yes, but the very... lyrics are fucking wrong. Yeah, I noticed oh, yeah. that on yeah. the first one. Yes. The lyrics are wrong. The, so the. Wait, we're we go. No, no, like uh, so, like the girl, um, like who's playing my daughter in this thing I'm uh. shooting right now. It's like you know, we were like waiting on set, and I was like, uh, I was like, what are you gonna be for Halloween? She's like, I'm gonna be Mary Poppins. So I pulled up like the new Mary Poppins and I did the karaoke thing, uh-huh. and then like um, I'm like, I don't know any of the songs, so I'm like trying to keep up with the lyrics, and then I realize she doesn't know the songs either, <laughs> <laughs> and like she's doing the same things as me. We're going like, and we. Uh, Clean, clean, like it's just. Uh, <laughs> but it is very fun. It's a good way to get to like. To, it's like I think it's going to get people back into listening and reading lyrics. Yeah, I yeah. think so too. Yeah. But uh, I so there's a new uh, song on the Liam Gallagher Gall- Gallagher album, uh, which is about the breakup of the band mm-hmm. uh, in theory, uh, and in the Apple lyrics, uh, it says. 
you angrily said with smoke ring around your heads. And I was like, that doesn't sound like what he's saying. It sounds like he's saying you and Gertie said. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so I texted Jonah and I was like, hey, do you, is there somebody named Gertie in the band or associated with the band? Yeah, this song. Yeah. Um, you can let this play in the background while yes. we get to yeah. the lyric. Yeah. Um, but it <laughs> says, here we go. Listen to it again. Right. Yeah, it sounds like Gertie. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like you and Gertie said. But so, the lyrics in Apple Music said you angrily said, and so I was like, well, okay. But it doesn't sound. You're right. It's like it's like he's not one to say something like that. Yeah. You angrily said. Right. Like, yeah. So, but this weekend I got the LP on, you know, the actual LP mm-hmm. with the actual lyrics on it. And it is you and Gertie with it's, capital G. So she's kind of started to freak out about who Gertie is. I need to know who the fuck Gertie is. But he does so much Wait. rhyming slang. It's like Wait. fucking yeah. like. Not to, not to like just shoehorn this full circle. What was that Epstein lady name? Giselle. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. it was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, fucking Liam Gallagher dropped that his brother was hanging out with Epstein. That, Hold on. That would that, be like that, that, that tracks. A, that that does track. Song let's about like let's get the band back the together. Wall. Let's connect the dots here. <laughs> it's like Noel like is like yeah, it's just not a very good album. You were with Epstein. That's how it would be his like, like an atomic bomb. Line, Bill Gates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, all right. Twisted Sister would really like it if Fox and Friends stopped using their music. Wow. Uh, <laughs> who? Twisted Sister. They use We're Not Gonna Take It all the time. Oh. All the time. It's um <laughs> and uh, uh of course D. Snyder says, while our song We're Not Gonna Take It is the most famous anthem worldwide for many disparate groups, we do not support the Republican agenda. Uses of this kind are nearly impossible to stop, but sadly, some fans may feel that we either approved of or its use or were paid to have it used mm. so he's just trying to get out there and say he doesn't condone mm. the use of the republican it he absolutely a, gets paid it's royalties it is but general a, royalties but you can't it's a news show yeah although they're and they're, they're using it like they might be using it as like collage like a you know even, commentary even, even then you you still have to pay it's not them. commentary it it there's yeah that the, it's fair use because it's news no, it's it's not. Um, if I was a better producer, I'd know the name of that. So this is when they're showing all the Republicans going to that tried to stop the impeachment inquiry. They have them all coming down the fucking stairs to this song. Fucking nerds! Can't, you can't keep those doors closed. If we're Nothing coming. says yeah, out of control like a 35-year-old song from a guy who's mostly known for playing golf now. I also like this riot album anthem being played as men in suits walk down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Who all got their hair and makeup done before they did it. Yes. Oh, sure. Such a fucking stunt. Yeah. yeah. It's so stupid. And then in the meantime, like totally compromised national security yeah. by bringing cell phones in. Uh, and also, there are Republicans in the room. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like, not a big deal. Give your balls yeah, a, a quarter of the ones yeah. that marched down. Uh, my, my favorite my favorite treat was, uh, it was a picture of them holding the press conference and it was like, you guys can accomplish, or walk-in party of 30. 
with oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Cheese that is exactly it. As, as someone who's worked at a restaurant, it's just like, yeah, you're all going to show up and you're all want to be seated right away and yeah. you're just going to be yelling. My like my favorite thing, there was a picture and like Gats is like up there up front and then like, but it's like you could see the stairs they came down and there's just some lady standing at like the first landing of the stairs and like there's a skylight oh, yeah. or something she's like that and she's just like looking light. up into the light by herself or all these like white dudes are down yep. there. And like my McConnell was just like, uh, dear God, sorry to disturb you, but uh, just <laughs> her thinking of uh, XTC lyrics. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's it's, a good and that's another thing. I think even like Springsteen recently like said something at a show and then some guy. Uh, no, no, no. It was it like was, it was the documentary I, about I, him. The, and some he, guy was like, he was recently walked out of the theater. By Gail King. Yeah. OK. On like I, and this I think morning America. But whatever. some guy got upset. It was just like it was like. He's like, even Bruce has become a libtard. <laughs> it's like, have you not paid attention to any of the stories? Oh, yeah, that album that he did about, you know, Woody Guthrie. That was, yeah, that was yeah. total right-wing stuff. Mm. Yeah. It's, a, it's a bummer that bootstraps, uh, which are probably a useful thing, have gotten taken into the old conservative uh, like I got, terminology. I, I got new bootstraps. Pull, pull yourself up by them. I got, I got them installed because the little Doc Martin tag what ripped off. What the fuck does that mean? To pull yourself so, See, up I, by your bootstraps, pull the bootstraps. Like you can't defy gravity by pulling on your own foot. Well, I, th- no, I think about well, it's, it's like, it's like, like if your foot's stuck in the mud, you pull. Oh, okay. Because I always and the mud th- is uh, just class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I always thought you were hanging from some, like your boot. Your boots were tangled in like a hayloft, and you were hanging <laughs> over knees upside down. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's so hard. Is you gotta like pull your whole body up. Do some sort of gymnastics. Yeah, tuck. yeah. It sounds hard, which I, is why I thought it worked. I'd always imagine it was like dream logic, where you're standing in one place and you pull on your own bootstraps and start to hover. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> that's too much anime. Oh shit. That's not our ass. Sorry about that. That's not us. I just started playing. Um, uh, so recently, um, Eminem revealed that uh, he had, you know, and he had some lyrics that were uh, admittedly anti-Trump. I love this. Um, oh boy! And uh, he, admittedly, yes. he admitted it. Yeah, uh, but uh, he also, because of them, when it came out, he did get a uh, visit from the Secret Service. <laughs> Because but, it was seen as a legitimate attack on the president. But did you hear why the Secret Service found out about the lyrics? No. Because some asshole at TMZ wrote the Secret Service pretending to be a concerned citizen. Oh, no. Wow. To try and... Uh, Gin up a story? Yeah, to be the architect of what fucking was hopefully no. the arrest of Eminem over his own lyrics. Oh, what a fucking we asshole. Yeah. A nightmare. Yeah. Fucking... That's narc bullshit. Yeah. But Fucking narcs. Is it a narc if it's your own doing? <laughs> well, it's not his own doing. It's like this fucking snitch from like trying to get like a That's what I'm saying. Cam. She called him a narc. Yeah. Yeah. So is it an, uh, like. No, I call I call the TMZ people The TMZ people a narc. People a narc. Yeah. yeah. But like it's like a narc is something. Uh, yeah. No, if, if you're if you're in the corner doing drugs and I call the cops, I'm the narc. Yeah. Yes. So he's. Doing lyrics in a corner and TMZ is the narc. So fuck yeah. narcs. Yeah, but also that it's like in this situation though, that narc, once the cops come and arrest uh, me for doing drugs, you go and you get, get the drugs and you benefit from the drugs. Yes. That, yes. that, 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 is, that is a continuing metaphor. I, like yeah. that one. <laughs> oh, boy. I turned somebody into the Secret Service once. Really? I was... Oh. 
uh, working <laughs> as a driver for CNN for the Democratic Convention in 2004. Wow. From uh, it was midnight till 8 a.m. So I would sit there and I would listen to Stern when he was on terrestrial radio, and somebody came in to threaten, called in and threatened Biden. Uh, not Biden. Uh, who was his running mate? Gore. Uh, Gore's running mate. Who's Gore's running mate? Lieberman. Mm. Called in and all sorts of anti-Semitic stuff about that. And I was driving people from hotels to this bullpen where they would get searched by the Secret Service before they went into the Democratic Convention. And I got out of the van and I went over to the Secret Service guy. And I was like, hey, I was just listening to Stern. And some guy called in and threatened Lieberman. And he's like, really? This is awesome. Hold on a sec. And like went and like... <laughs> Because he's doing, he, awesome. he's doing goes, guard on, duty. On. He's dead now. <laughs> well, he's we doing him. guard duty. He's not supposed to be involved in that. So yeah. he's just excited that he's got something to do. Yeah. yeah. So he goes over and like talks down scoop, old ladies fellas. all day. Goes over and talks to somebody. Comes back five minutes later and is like, "Thank you very much. We got somebody on it." And I was like, "Oh, that's so fucking cool." Yeah. And you're like, "Where's my take? Yeah, where's yeah. my pull on this?" And then I got a narc badge. A little something for the uh, effort. Maybe a badge <laughs> or uh, you know, get out of jail free card. Um, guys, we all love covers here on Joan Radio. We do. Uh, and recently there I'm was a yet and, repeater. and there was a yet another Red Right Hand cover. Oh really? Oh, yes. Jesus this is after what was the most recent one? Snoop Dogg. Uh, Snoop oh, Dogg did it. And that then, one was terrible. Yes, yeah, so, and here's the new one. Oh, sensitive. Yeah. Lana Del Rey. Keep guessing. Smash Mouth. Scarlett Johansson. You think? Uh, Fiona Apple or Eilish mm-hmm. or no? That, cat, uh, cat Power. Ooh, it does sound like Ooh, Cat Power. It does sound like Cat Power, but it is not. How about that Norwegian girl? Liz Fair? No. Uh, Close on Liz Fair, though. Oh, uh. uh, 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 uh Sarah McLaughlin? No, no. Hillary stay stay, stay more Hillary closer Clinton to Liz Fair. Throwing Muses. Uh, lady. <laughs> 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 that the lady from Throwing Muses. Nope, it's not Throw Muses. Uh, Let's just say she might have sung this down by the river. What? Down by the river. Down by the river. Ella Fitzgerald? (laughs) Nina Simone? Those women are dead. (laughs) (laughs) Really? I'll get someone on that right now. (laughs) Get the Secret Service on. Yeah. Jenny Lewis? No. 90s though. Tori Amos. No. Oh. Tori Amos. <laughs> Come back there and give me PJ Harvey. It is PJ Harvey. Oh, no shit. oh that's great. Yes. PJ Harvey. <laughs> With her song. Her most famous song probably Town by the River. <laughs> Was it? What was the thing? I'll come back to the idea that you would announce it as <laughs> All right, gentlemen, put your hands together for Tori, Tori Anus. <laughs> <laughs> Give her the Lilith stare. <laughs> Coming up to the stage. Coming up to the stage, Tori Anus. <laughs> Keep an eye on her. <laughs> we really threw it par- Tori, yeah. from park into fifth gear. There. Yeah. <laughs> Tori, it's, it's, like, it's like, oh, man. There's supposed to be a tease aspect in here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Just full. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> um, 
The worst part is like Tori Anus would come out, but she wouldn't even uh, dance to a Tori Amos song. She would be dancing to, of course, Brown Eyed Girl. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Coming up to the stage. <laughs> Tori Anus, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I love this one. <laughs> Do you want to buy some furniture? <laughs> or some elote? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no corn. No, there's no corn. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, we just hit the... I think we're all going to be me too from that. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's not great what just happened. Uh, <laughs> we, we should talk about this show that you guys went to because uh, you, you guys went and saw The Who last week, but it, you didn't go for The Who. No. So it was The Who play with the uh, orchestra. Yeah. We, but we heard early on, now like I said before, Heather and I, our friendship is based off of Liam Gallagher. Yeah. A <laughs> friendship has grown out of it. Yes. But he was the seed. Yeah, yeah I get yeah. it. Um, the soil was the comedy community. Anyway, we could keep on doing it now. Yep, yep, yep. But um, the, uh, and so like, you know, she says like, it's like Liam's opening up for the who, mm-hmm. uh, let's get tickets. And I was just like, I was like, okay. And then I, but I know Heather has more money than me. And so I was like, I was like, well, I'll see you at the show maybe. <laughs> and then, um, and then Heather, you, uh, you love, like we talked about this at the, that night. You love big timing. Yes. I, so I've, <laughs> I've never, um, I've never been able to, uh, buy, uh, concert tickets for Drew Carey. Uh-huh. And so I, and he has taken me to the who previously. So I was like, Oh, this is a great opportunity to get tickets for Drew for mm-hmm. the first time. Mm-hmm. And then also I get to see Liam yeah. and because Liam will be there, I want to bring somebody who I know likes Liam. So I'll bring Jonah. Yes. So that was my big plan. That's uh-huh. not like that big timing. That's yeah. like sort of like well, you, reciprocal it, timing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 Which is four four, I think. That's just a good loop. <laughs> but uh, so the day before the concert, uh, Drew uh, told me that he had decided to go to Paris uh, spontaneously, so he couldn't make it. Second Life conference. Yeah, and then really, he no. Well, I don't know. No, it's not really. But he loves Second Life. I know. He's he's got such a diverse collection of interests. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, soccer. See his his wall. When we had him on Nerdist years ago, he was like the maybe like the fourth or fifth person we had on the show. I seen his wall of camera lenses. Yeah, like just no blew shit. me away. Oh, his wall uh, of them, and he was just like. I was like, oh, wow, do you use all these? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this one, it's like if it's a soccer game, I'll take these ones. Or if it's a concert, I'll take this one. And like, yeah. he just like knows exactly what they all do and has them all displayed. I used to work yeah. at Television City. Just going by his parking spot every day was kind of an adventure because he's got 70 different cars. And they're not, a lot of them aren't stereotypical like classic cars. They're like just kind of weird cars that are old. Yep. <laughs> You're going to have that all those weird cars soon. I'm Yes. You have no, weird cars? <laughs> I have one weird car. Oh, yeah? What do you have? I drive a, a 78 Datsun 280Z. Oh, nice. And I love it. And then my next car will be sensible because this is it's hell to drive that car. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like uh, my, my bug, just there's always something new wrong yep. with it. Yep. And then I can't wait to have it converted into being an electric. Oh, man. Did you see that those drop-ins? Yes. So there's new drop. It's like, so Zelectric used to be the only company. I think they're in Oregon, mm-hmm. Zelectric, and they turn like VWs into like electric cars. But it's yeah. like as much as a like a luxury vehicle to have an electric uh, engine put in. Okay. And this new new place figured out a way to just like 
full on like you could just drop it into the like Chassis. it's yeah yeah no but it's in the front though that's the weird thing yeah it's like there's it's still expensive but like they put it in the in the trunk which is in the front of a bug yeah and then do they like take out your engine they can you take yeah out? then your engine area becomes your trunk yeah oh. but yeah. it's also a drop in that you can use on other cars yes oh wow. yeah, yeah it's like a it's like a can put it in any kind of car it's 110 horsepower and so it's not great, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, but the charge is actually better than the VW E Golf I had. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's like two fifty. I think was the charge. Look at this. And my E Golf was like at best eighty. No wow. shit. Yeah, that's like almost double. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm not a math guy. Anyway, but like you've also like you've turned you you turned uh, your iPad into a Apple II. Yeah, sort of. Yes, I I adapted the original Macintosh keyboard for my iPad. That's right. Really? Like One I, of those big oh, bulky yeah. ones? That's Watching awesome. Watching you yes. get those keys, I was like, that's so satisfying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really great. Yeah. I've written all my scripts since I did it on that keyboard. Wow. Yeah, I love it. Oh, then it. that's perfect. Just a yeah. page size. and Yeah. yeah. Do you have also, the- you can make the monitor, you can make an iPad black and white. So you can like remove the color and then just focus Maybe like on like an old it's DOS. Great. Yeah, can yeah. you can you go like that green of the old Apple II? Mm. You can really. You can change with iOS. There's like um, uh, like accessibility settings, uh-huh. so you can make a red and black screen oh on any God. iOS device. Wow, it's this is cool. cool. Um, but yeah, I might switch over to an electric engine in my car because. Um, Half of half of the time I drive it, the fuel lines will leak and spray fuel all over the top of my engine, and it's terrifying. Oh yeah, yeah. that's not supposed to happen. No, no. Ruddy Nick Thorburn, he, he had an old Mercedes, and it just caught on fire. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. So anyway, so anyway, uh, big timing, Drew Carey, uh, multimillionaire. Yep. Uh, and then he bails. Yeah. Well, no, he he didn't bail. He just big timed her. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I see yeah. what you're doing. I have to go yeah. to Paris. Oh, what if that was it? That's not it. He'll never say that's yeah. Not it. I bought the tickets months in advance. He just forgot the date. That's all it was. Yeah. Sure. So yeah. then it was just me and Jonah, and I invited my friend Jess to uh, fill out these seats with us, and uh, we went to see Liam and the Who. We met at uh, a pub. We met at Pig and Whistle before walking yep. up, so mm-hmm. that was nice. Got a couple pints of Gennison. Yeah, and then Gennison. walked up. Yeah, uh, and then um, yeah, we, we were walking up. We saw Andre Debuchet, former uh, guest Vince uh, Aver- Averill. Oh, oh yeah. nice. Um, and then, uh, but it was also one of those weird things where it was just like it's like we were we're new friends, but then like it's like there's uh, other friends, and we didn't connect it. Yeah, yeah, we just kind of there was that walking up. They're like, hey, and then it was like, well, this is gonna work out, and then yeah. we were like two terrace booths away from him. <laughs> Um, so we get there. <laughs> you assume you each assumed the other was high, high timing the other one. Yes, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then so we get there and we're excited. Yep. Uh, but there's rumors that it's uh, looking at setlist.com or whatever. There's Liam's only been playing six to seven songs. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I guess that is an opening set. So he's still. been doing like three of his new songs and three Oasis songs, three or four Oasis songs. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of a jip. Well, oh, but we were so not, excited. That's not a PC term. I shouldn't have said that. I yes, mean, that's true. We were, we were. I would have. I mean, I I was excited for yeah. for three Oasis songs and yeah. three to four Liam songs. Yeah, I mean, great. Yeah. Also, like it was looking like it was like definitely going to be Wonderwall, which there was. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so we get there, and it's great. And then, uh, like the seating arrangement is, it's like you got four seats, but yep. they were uh, over the course of like two different booths, and we were near these people that. Uh, 
So I so there was some ticket. First off, I didn't. The people who were sitting in the box next to us, they didn't have those seats. Ooh. And I didn't want to make a fucking scene out of it. Those the older couple. Yeah, they weren't in those seats. Oh. And I was just like, you know, it's weird because our seats are two in your box and two in this box. And they're like, yeah. And I was just like, fuck it, I don't care. Just sit there. We'll take over this box. It'll be fine. Whatever. Wait, I don't know though because I had a different number box than you. Right, but they had three and four. Like it should have been all four of us in the front row. Oh. Oh, yeah. I see. So, I, and I was just like, I don't want these people are here for the who. I don't want to make yeah, a yeah, big yeah. deal out of this. Uh, yeah. So, and they were real. Like, it's like they were from Southern California, born and raised. I found out, uh, <laughs> but they couldn't have they couldn't have been more Midwestern uh, in their temperament. It was just yeah. like. Yeah, this is probably the fifth concert we've seen at the bowl this year. Uh, yeah, we recently we saw and like it's just it's going over all the other fucking boomer shit. That was another thing when we were walking. I was like, a lot of boomers here. Oh yeah, I got to imagine. Yeah, and um, but they were in who shirts. Yeah, and I was in a, a Liam hoodie, and it was going to be a, a great time. Yep. And then he came out eight minutes late. Came out eight minutes late. We're just whatever. They held yeah. curtain. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's yeah. what that's what I was thinking. But he comes on stage going like, it's oh, like you guys are slagging boomers. You're like, he was eight minutes late. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, no, well, no, no, eight no. That, minutes. That plays into the story because yeah. we're like, oh, he's you know he's just coming on a little late. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, no worries. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. And so uh, he starts playing, and then he like right like the band starts. He comes and gets on the microphone. He's, he's like, he's a lot of fucking traffic in LA. Like you know, just like slagging traffic, and everyone's yeah. like, ha, ha, there is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, the one thing you could say that everyone will get behind is traffic especially trying to get to the bowl mm-hmm. uh, and then he starts Rock and Roll Star by Oasis mm-hmm. nice job his voice isn't really there I oh, know no. his oh. voice isn't really hadn't really kicked in yet oh I think his voice sounded great I don't think oh, so I think, it was, I, I think you're being very forgiving I thought his in voice this room. sounded awesome so we're in the uh, in the front aisle of the, uh, the thing we're standing up we're loving dancing dancing mm-hmm Heather's screaming, jumping up and down, loving it. Well, because your classic rock and roll situation. Yeah, he had tweeted that the bull fans were not the best, and I was determined to make (laughs) a difference. Because he did a show, he did like they did a Who uh, Liam Gallagher show like three weeks ago. Yeah, that that was weird. There was like a weird gap. Yeah, and so he like he talked about how like you know no one was really into it, and he kind of kind of just like he's like you know fuck these people, just went out and did the job. So I screamed at the top of my lungs as much as I could at the end of each song. Yeah. And they were great. It was good, good set. And then uh, he played three songs. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, "All right, this is our last one." Oh, so seven total. No, they four. played three songs. Oh, three. Said, songs. All right, this is our last one. No, they played four. Was it three? They played four songs total. Yeah, four songs. So total. He said three songs, and then he yeah. said, "This is the last one." Yeah. Oh, blower. And in wow. the middle, in the middle of the third song, the security guards flashed their lights at me until I stopped dancing. Because they were upset at me dancing. And then the guys behind us said, sit down. We paid to see the show and we can't see it. No, I think it's a, the way you said is more aggressive. His like, he was doing that real shitty white guy, like passive aggressive. like, hey, you know, we paid to see the show too. It was that. Yeah. So can you sit down at this rock concert? Yeah. Uh, and so that happened like, to me at Steely Dan. And the guy was like, "I'm just trying to say we want to see the show too." And you guys are standing up. And then Heather like turns around and gives the most aggressive smile and just like, "No, I'm happy." Like just to kind of shut the guy up because he's still talking during the song. Yeah. And so they play, and then that's it. Yeah. Four and songs. Four wow. songs. Four songs. Four songs. Four and then, songs. And then the Who starts. 
How and is it? Ooh? It's fine. It's yeah. <laughs> I never, I, you know, I saw Tommy once when I was a kid. Some like, of those songs, Pinball like, Wizard. I like Bob O'Reilly. It's a good song. Oh, yeah, I, I, you know, like it's a substitute is a great song. Yeah, it's even good when Pearl Jam plays it. Yeah, Magic Bus. Magic Bus is a good song. Mm. Too much Magic Bus. You don't like Magic Bus? Too much. I mean, Magic w- if you watch Who documentaries about Young Who, they're fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. like they are like real like punk thug. Yep. rock. Oh, Hope I die so before I get old. Yeah. Yes. They have not. No. No. <laughs> no. But uh, Neil, you'll like this. Uh, Pete Townsend is wearing just like a blue jumpsuit, coveralls. Like he's at work. Yeah. And I thought you would have liked that. When I saw that he was wearing that, I was like, that's really cool. It's very like, yeah. anti- like he's doing like a, he's like, this is a huge bowl show. They have a fucking orchestra. He's like, I'm just going to wear a workman's outfit. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. So you only got three songs or four songs. Four out songs. Of him. Did, was there any jamming? Did he come back on stage and like back him up at all? No, was he did throw in a, com- a couple more complaints about the traffic yeah. into the lyrics, yeah. which makes me think that he was actually was late. late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it wasn't just like slagging on LA. Hollywood Bowl is in the worst situation. Like it's, it's, yeah. oh, it's a terrible spot. It, it is, it it's is terrible. Between yeah. two freeway exits. But Heather, listen. Let's talk more about uh, city planning. Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to local local humor later. Uh, but um, Heather starts. Uh, I could like we're watching the Who, and her friend Jess. Jess is way into the Who. Yeah, yeah. she's loving having, it. She's like nearly teary eyed because oh wow, like they're playing Tommy. She expected to have to like sit through f- actual Who songs. Instead, yeah. she gets to hear all of Tommy. Yeah. Oh, they did oh, all shit. of they went, Tommy? They yeah. started their set with Tommy with an orchestra. And God it was bless, great. God bless them for knowing, like, that's what they're here for. They don't want to hear I fucking, wasn't there for Tommy. Well, they're not here for whatever fucking bullshit albums they put out in the 80s. <laughs> they got. They actually have a single out now. Yeah, we played yeah. it the other week. They, yeah, and it's, it's, it's pretty good. good. It, like, it sounds like the Who. Yeah. They're yeah. not dead. Uh, yeah. But anyway, so, like, it's... Uh, but I look... <laughs> I look back at Heather... And it's someone that's like acting poorly, like they're having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you're, you're like if if you saw her, you would just be like, you're like, who's that upset lady? <laughs> who's that upset lady who's trying not to ruin it for everybody else? Yeah. <laughs> and like you know, we keep on thinking about the people behind us. We yeah. see everyone else in that whole area standing up during songs. Everybody's standing and dancing. Oh, and you've got that. Oh, you got that fucking horrible feeling of like I just want to enjoy this, but I'm going to piss off the people behind yes. me. Yes, yeah. and you get uh, and they you were very upset. Was, yeah, was either of the angry. people behind you in a wheelchair? No. Okay. No. No. I don't think no, so. No, they weren't. I, they were. <laughs> but here's the thing: in the middle of the who, we look back and they're gone. Ooh. So either they were there for Liam. Yeah. In which case. Mm, <laughs> Okay, maybe it's all right to tell me to sit down because they were there just for Liam. Yep. But I think it was more that they were just shithole garbage people <laughs> and that Couldn't they... Couldn't stand for four songs? Yeah. 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 Yeah, but I remember you did relax a bit once they were gone. You're like, oh, yeah. maybe they were here for Liam and maybe they did want to see him yeah. and I respect that. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm looking back on it now, I'm like, no, they were just pieces of shit who... Yeah. Hey, we want to see the show too. There's no more LA thing than like, hey, can we? Can you sit down to but have fun? The audacity of telling somebody at a concert, "Excuse me, can you sit down?" is 
crazy. I'm sorry. I, 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 I'm sorry. Can the world conform to what I need? Yeah. I, I have to say, I have had more high, like high rage incidents dealing with customer dealing with other customers than I've had anywhere else, including drug deals. And like biker bars, like every time I go to a concert, there's always something like that where it's just like somebody's being an asshole and it affects five people yeah. around them. Yeah, well, it's like you know, last night I went to the five star bar where we did that live one with Mark Hoppus mm-hmm. uh, oh, yeah, and like yeah. an, an Iron Cross, a great hardcore you know thrash band was playing, and my friend Donald uh, like went towards the front to watch him because he's and he knows the guys and he's, he loves them a lot and like he comes back he's he's like. He's like, there's some real shitheads up there just yeah. shoving people, and I was like, well, it's like a pit. And like he's he's like, they're not doing it right. <laughs> he's, he's like, it's just guys in baseball caps just shoving people, not dancing, but just shoving people. And I was just like, uh, yeah, because it's also like I was standing near the back because it's like a narrow bar, and yeah, I was uh-huh. like, I don't want to block anybody. Tall guy and code. yet, and yet, some girls shifted behind me and then asked me if I could move. And I was like, but I was here already. <laughs> My back I was against the wall. Yeah. Yeah. I've got another one. I've got another one. All right. As long as we're doing this, yeah. I went to see Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Wait, what? I, in the theater, because I like Godzilla. And you were standing? Wait, it, was no. this the most it's, recent Japanese one or the yeah, American the most, one? the most recent American one. Okay. This yes. is just like a shitty, like a shitty human being experience. Yeah. And... Every time, so that movie's not serious. Like they'd yeah. be like, they'd be like, "What are we gonna do about this fucking dragon that sets everything on fire <laughs> when it flies over?" And like their solution is like, "Let's launch all of the nuclear weapons at it." And then another guy's like, "Does that work?" And they're like, "We don't know." <laughs> and so my group of people would laugh. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst. Because it was like it, like somebody, like the camera would zoom in and be like, I have no idea, but we've got to bomb that dragon. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so not, I mean, it's yeah. a fucking Godzilla That's what Godzilla those movies are movie. for. You're supposed that's to laugh. That's what those movies are for. And this guy in front of us went, are you all on drugs? Oh my God. And like, we're like, what? And he's like, will you stop laughing? You are ruining this movie. I'm here for Godzilla. And like my family was killed by an Og Godzilla, <laughs> and he like laid into one of my friends and was oh. like, "Stop it! You are laughing too much." And then that got that her boyfriend was like, "Get the fuck out of her face!" Yeah. And I was like, "It was at the arc light," and I'm like. This is. I'm gonna fight somebody at the arc light. This is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> the movie dream. was ruined. It was ruined. Now it was ruined. I was at a screening of Spider Man where. Uh, a guy in a Spider-Man costume almost got in a fight with Brian Posehn, who I was there. Oh wait, I was that. that <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah. Was it the and Chinese? They, like, was it the Chinese? Yeah. Then they like we were in the middle of the movie, and then they turned on the lights and came got the guy out. Yeah. 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 That was really was fucking it weird. The Hollywood Boulevard Spider-Man's. No, it was just a, some dude in a Spider-Man costume. Yeah. So wait, a dude in a Spider-Man costume picked a fight, or what, what happened? Yeah, like picked a fight, like was like crawling over everybody and like uh, screaming at people yeah. before then, the movie. That was the thing. It was like before the movie started, and it got kind of tense. And then kind of the movie, they it like it hit, and everybody's like, "Oh, okay, the movie's going." And the the movie started, and then like fifteen minutes into the movie, oh, I di- I didn't see that. I was away or yeah. something like that, and just the lights come on and they come in. And they're like somebody points at him, and they. It's yeah. security guards dragging out a dude in a Spider-Man. I remember that was also like Rob Schraub like put like like got on his got at his seat and then wrapped himself in tinfoil and he was like I'm the Silver Surfer. <laughs> like, it's just like doing shit. That was with like Blair Butler and like I remember like uh, when that Spider-Man guy was running up and down. I remember Blair Butler going like that guy's going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like me and my friends on Christmas Day we went to go see uh, Castaway. 
and there was that whole thing in Castaway about like you know when uh, you know Wilson's there and then he like gets into an argument with Wilson and he kicks him out of the cave mm-hmm. and then like it's kind of done in a, like a comedic way where he's like oh Wilson oh I'm so sorry and like it's it's kind of funny because Wilson has been like the you know the the comedy relief yeah. in yeah. the whole thing and then uh, once he's when he loses Wilson on the raft and then he starts crying we all started laughing again <laughs> and then uh, there was a, a two people that weren't together that turned around simultaneously and looked at us like, and they said at the same time what's wrong with you guys <laughs> <laughs> okay this is very very early on uh, I went to go see Romeo and Juliet the Leonardo DiCaprio mm. yes whoever who was Juliet. the John Leguizamo version yes the John Leguizamo version yeah. um, and it gets to the end and it is you know Juliet's laid Claire out Claire Danes she's, Claire Danes <laughs> she's, she's laid out on the Shakespeare uh, uh, oh, that's right <laughs> Uh, she's laid out on the altar and or is it I don't know what whoever's faking being dead is poison is poison and the other one's over the top of them like has the poison to the lips and the way they do it in the movie is like uh, she wakes up and it looks like he's got the poison to his lips and he just like gets scared into drinking the poison like oh something moved and like the poison goes down his throat and I started laughing at that and I was 11 or 12 or something like that and I was in a theater that was entirely 16 year old women that were in love with Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> and I got fucking death stares from Whoa. 300 women at the same time because <laughs> yeah. I was laughing because it was funny but it was not funny at all Oof. you're not a romantic I am not a romantic yeah. or, or I'm a big fan of Pratt Falls and I thought I recognized Spider-Man it. 3 um, when he like was doing all the dancing and it was like ridiculous, you know, when he was all the emo Batman or the emo Spider emo Spider Man, yeah. and then like he accidentally like hits uh, Mary Jane, and like mm-hmm. it's like it's a whole stop. I laughed really hard <laughs> because I thought like I was like this is this is the evil turn is that he <laughs> dances out of control and ends up accidentally <laughs> slapping Mary Jane, like not and he didn't even do it like on purpose, like you you like you know. Ah, fuck you like it's like he did it on accident during one of his shitty dances and I and it's like it's a long quiet moment after that slap and I laughed really hard oh. yeah and I and like it, it's uh, there was a lot of people that were very upset and then I, I made a whole sitcom about it called the slap anyway all right uh, <laughs> we we are coming up we are we are pretty late do you guys have more details to add to that, that show no I think that no, was uh, that was it all in all we did have a good time what we did have a good time yeah we had a good time yeah any Liam Gallagher is better than no Liam Gallagher at all exactly yes yes um, but uh, yeah thank you so much for joining oh, us yeah, yeah. oh yeah. sharp um, and then uh, soon I'll be on your podcast yes which is how did this get played yes did with- you hear my options uh, yeah, well, I did, but I, I've had a lot of options thrown at me this week, so I don't remember which ones were it's yours. Just, they were all 3DO games. Yes, yes. yes, yes. We had a big discussion about should we get a company 3DO or can we emulate it? But yeah, we've got, we know how to do it. It's yeah, great. Yeah. All right, great, great, great. And I, I haven't played these since I was a kid. It's fucking so. gonna, awful. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> real bad. I, it was a wrong choice on my part. It's gonna be great. <laughs> all my friends getting PlayStation, I was like, Idiots! Panasonic <laughs> is a is a brand that I have the VCR of. There's no doubt that they'll make a good gaming system. With <laughs> brand loyalty above all things, Magnavox. Uh, but uh, yeah, so it's a uh, how did this get played? Mm-hmm. Uh, is your podcast with Nick Weiger from yep. uh, the Doughboys? Yep. Uh, which a, a, a podcast that I'm still boycotting. 
and um, not as funny as Kumail. That's right. That's exactly it. Uh, and then also, uh, if the people have CBS All Access, so they can watch uh, whatever the version of Mandalorian is on that thing. Uh, no, what? Huh? No. So no, that's <laughs> Disney Plus. Picard is on yeah, CBS, yes, yes. and so is Twilight Zone. Please uh, subscribe to CBS All Access. That I mean, I wish it had a cool name. I will. CBS All Access oh sounds like it's like that doesn't sound like a party I want All Access that to. That sounds like a premium subscription to a website. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't fire me. Please don't fire me. It it, it does sound like uh, it's like oh I get to see all the Matlock backstage stuff. Um, CBS uh, CBS All Access is great. My parents are using it right now. They cut the cord. That is the only streaming service that gives you local news. Yeah. So they can oh, that's cool. They can watch the stuff about the fires that are in their neighborhoods without having local like, news gets you local information. It does. My God. Are you still Google it, dog? Uh, oh, so uh, but that's it. So if you want your music uh, played on this podcast, uh, email it to us at JonahRadio, R A Y D A O at gmail.com. And if you'd if like to advertise, advertise, please reach out to our good buddy Jason Smith. He is at J dot smith at starburnsind.com that's starburnsind.com rolls right off the tongue doesn't it uh and then uh what else is like what else can you i mean your instagram is great you you tweet your your tweets are great i fucking love twitter you're really good at it i love twitter so much you're you're funny and then also like you make a lot of good points and i was you know thank you very much i'm not yeah i've never been that good at it i'm an instagram guy i like images yeah follow me on twitter heather campbell Mm-hmm. And Instagram is Heather Ann Campbell. Uh, but mostly just subscribe to CBS All Access where you can mm-hmm. get Star Trek, Picard, Twilight Zone, and The Good Fight. The Good Fight? Yeah, The Good Fight. It's I- a spinoff of The Good Wife. Oh, yes. Yeah. Where it- she fights. <laughs> she just beats the shit Yeah. Juliana Margulies has shaved her head and wrapped up her fist. Dip, dip some in glue and then glass. Yeah. yeah. She's got those like gnarly like Ronda Rousey braids. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, uh, but uh, yeah. Uh, and if you want your music, send it into us. Send us like bad uh, station IDs. And thanks for listening. Tell your friends about it. Uh, this we're going to end with a new song off the Mazingers album, which is a really great Menzingers. Uh, Hello, Exile. This is America. You're freaking me out. <laughs>